This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Let's move on, talk about the hardball rumors. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, the Michigan insider, is standing by in the Meyer guest sign. How you doing, my friend? Hey, Billy, doing great. Yeah, what about the COVID thing last night? I didn't hear a lot about it until I think it was right before tip or uh, maybe afterwards when I checked on Twitter after watching the game because I'll tell you, like Michigan basketball, this is the first time in a long time that I'll just turn it off. I can't watch it. It was tough. There's no question about it. And uh, people got on me about it for saying what else is on TV. But when you're playing that poor defensively and they just, there's something wrong, yes. something's missing in turning up chemistry or synergy or whatever you want to call it. And these guys just don't play well together. And part of it's the positions. They don't have enough shooters and guys that are supposed to be shooters like Caleb Houston aren't making their shots and they're not getting good point guard play. Devontae Jones was at a goose egg yesterday and two assists, and you're not going to win many games like that. But it is tough, and they were shorthanded. But at the same time, the starters were out there, and they were down 14-6. to six. After four four and a half minutes, Bill, they'd given up 14 points to a team that can't shoot. And granted, Rutgers made some tough shots, but at the same time, that's a game you got to win if you're going to be competing in the Big Ten and competing for a, an NCAA tournament bid. And right now, those hopes are – they're not looking very good. They've got four tough games here coming up. So very disappointing. Uh, and we reported earlier in the day that they would be out with those four guys, out down those four guys. Uh, yeah, it hurt the depth, and maybe it makes a difference. But at the same time, those guys uh, that, that played were missing layups. I think about eight of them. Bill, something's just off, and it's unfortunate because we thought this team was going to be pretty good this year, and uh, now they're going to be fighting for their tournament lives here coming up in the next couple weeks. Yeah, I don't see him as a tournament team. No, uh, Chris, and I think it's like a, it's almost pre beeline worst basketball I've seen from Michigan. I know Juwan is defending them. He's not going to call out players. He loves them. I get that, but I've said it with you on air, off air, that there's just something missing. Whether it's Dickinson regrets coming back, that you get new guys trying to mesh, you get freshmen who are superstars in high school, McDonald's All Americans who aren't. Touching the rock is again. I'm all. I'm just all on the speculation train because this team has gone. Th- think about this. Just journey. Th- this team has gone from preseason one of two favorites to win the Big Ten, preseason top five or top five in America. Yeah. Uh, and here they are now, and they're they're a team that may struggle to finish above 500 this year. Yeah. It's wow. a stunner, and there's too much talent on this team for them to be this bad. But we've seen this before, and let's be honest, even with John Beeline, there were some teams that didn't mesh. In his third year, they were projected to be a top 15, top 20 team, and Manny Harris uh, wasn't the leader that they needed him to be in his third year, and they struggled. I think they went 14-17, and 17 and it was kind of a stunner. So, And then in his fourth year, they started slowly before picking it up. But the one thing about a Beeline team is that they always improved, uh, for the most part, throughout the year. Uh, with the exception being that team and and maybe one or two others that were decimated by injuries. Remember when Karis LeVert went down and Derek Walton for half the year? Those guys are both pros. So, But what we need to see is, is Juwan Howard going to be that guy whose team improves as the year goes on and they're playing their best basketball? 
as the year goes on. And we're not seeing the improvement we need to see. UCF, they give up 48 points in the last 15 minutes, and that's insane. Think about that. At UCF, and then last night what we saw from Rutgers, and again, some of those shots they made, Bill, were crazy. But some of them were wide-open threes, and that's how you give them, give them that confidence. When they start making threes, that they're going to make more. So it needs to be tightened up, and they need to figure something out on that end of the floor. And they need their shooters to make shots. Caleb Houston's got to be better than he is. This is a kid that was a projected top-10 NBA draft pick, and he's sliding quickly. Uh, I don't think there's anybody out there right now that believes he's a first-round pick. He's pretty limited when he's not shooting well, and he's just not shooting well. He was one for eight from three-point range last night. So there are some things they need to fix. Some things are going to have to be addressed in the portal next year because they're going to lose some guys, Bill. So what you're hoping is that this is a one-off for Jawan Howard, and maybe they find the formula next year of guys that mesh together and play better together and find a couple of shooters to go with them. If they don't beat Michigan State on Saturday at Chrysler, I think the rest of the year could be a struggle to get a win in the Big Ten. Wow. I wouldn't say that, uh, just because they're going to be games like San Diego State when they shoot well, and you know, uh, or they just play better. It, it all comes together. And again, there is talent on this team. Musa Diabate is going to be a good player. They'll get some of these guys back. They'll have a night like they did against Nebraska where everybody's making shots, but they are not going to be in contention for the top five or the top, maybe not even the top ten in the Big Ten. They could be playing on day one, frankly, in the Big Ten tournament if they don't get it together. And again, that's almost unfathomable based on where they were projected and some of the talent on that team. So you're hoping they, they turn it around. And we've seen beeline teams that look down and out. You and I have talked about them in the past. There was a, a game in 2016. They lost at home to Ohio State, and everybody left them dead in the water. And they went on a run. They got it together. Hopefully, uh, Juwan Howard needs, figures it out and gets the right combinations out there, and these guys improve at the end of the year as well. Yeah, but the Michigan State game's big, man, because – Yep. If if you lose bad to Michigan State, that resonates. the The guys read it, hear it, see it. Uh, you got a team already, I think, with confidence, chemistry issues. Uh, yep. It's a big game in my mind, Chris. Uh, you you wrote before the Rutgers game. I read your story yesterday at the Wolverine dot com that Rutgers was a very important game, almost in a yes. must win category with the schedule yep. they face and. January that includes number 10 Michigan State twice and includes Purdue at home three days after Michigan State on Saturday includes a road trip to Illinois who looks like you know Purdue got beat by Wisconsin if you ask me right now Illinois Michigan State might be the two best teams in the Big Ten Wolverines got to get it going in a hurry. Yeah, 100%. I agree with you completely. And and everybody talks about, well, there are no must-win games in January. And I disagree with that because at some point you got to stop the bleeding, number one. And if you dig yourself into such a, a huge hole when you're losing games at Rutgers and you have to make them up, for example, on the road at Purdue later in the year or at Michigan State or something like that, that's probably not going to happen. The odds are going to be against you. So this was a huge week for Michigan basketball, and I think – we did a poll on our site, Bill. 80% of our, the people that participated out of about 500 said they expected Michigan to lose both games this week. There's not a whole lot of confidence in Michigan basketball right now. So uh, you're hopeful, but again, it just doesn't look good, and it doesn't look like they're getting better. And that, to me, is the biggest red flag. Well, let's move on here before I let you go. Uh, I read another story at TheWolverine.com. The Harbaugh talk, uh, I think he, he isn't announcing or there isn't any stories breaking that he's leaving but off the year he had he'd be few or foolish not to listen 
uh, to offers from NFL teams and where he was a year ago having to take a pay cut and nobody from the NFL knocking on his door, I think Harbaugh has every right uh, to test the waters. And to use it as leverage, right, for more money for his assistant coaches and maybe more give him a little push on the NIL front and say, hey, we need some help here. And that was one of the quotes today that we heard from a source where they said, you know, he's looking for the support from the administration for him and his coaches, not just him. So what we're hearing and what we reported last week was that the Raiders were going to be interested. We actually put out a report on Friday that they were thinking about offering him stupid money. And we know how much he loves that organization. Al Davis was the one that gave him his first opportunity as a quarterback's coach, and he loves the Davis family. If they weren't in Las Vegas, I'd be a lot more concerned if I were a Michigan fan that, hey, this guy could seriously bolt. And I'm not saying that he wouldn't consider it, but I think it really, what it really did, Bill, was uh, made it much more urgent in the administration and with Ward Manuel, the athletic director, to get a deal done and to say, okay, what do we need to do to take care of Jim Harbaugh? I know that boosters have been involved. I know that people have been calling Ward, and they're insisting that this is going to get done and get done relatively quickly. They aren't that far apart. They were initially, the, the, the negotiations actually started uh, right about Ohio State week, and then right before the Iowa, uh, they played Iowa in the Big Ten championship game that, hey, uh, they, we need to get something done here. Jim Harbaugh doesn't like to do, do that when he is in the middle of the season. But what you're going to see, I think, in the next week is uh, a salary probably right around $8 million with incentives, which could make him the highest paid coach in the Big Ten and a much bigger pool of money for his assistant coaches. He wants to keep his staff together. They've lost one, Sean Nua, to USC. I think you'll see Ryan Osborne, uh, an, an analyst, to get promoted there, Bill, and then go from there, but he wants the staff to, to remain together, and I think they're going to make it happen. All right. Speaking of remaining together, uh, a lot of guys uh, announcing they're heading to the portal. What's the latest? Any surprises? Uh, I was going through the Wolverine.com and Anthony Broom and Clayton Safey and your Twitter feeds. Uh, a lot there today on guys announcing they're going yeah. to the portal yesterday and today. Yeah, and uh, Chris Hinton was the big one who was announcing that he's going to the NFL, and that was kind of a surprise. He had a really, yeah, just recently, just before I came on with you, just put the story up at the Wolverine.com that he'll be leaving after his third year. He had 17 tackles this year, really improved, and uh, he was a question mark in the spring. They were like, he needs to pick it up, and he did. He had a solid year. Uh, I have not seen him on any, on any draft projections, so that one was kind of out of left field, and now Michigan's going to have to either through the portal or through some of the young guys really step up next to Mozzie Smith and find somebody to go with him because uh, they're going to need some help there. So that was a surprise. The other ones are not. Andre Seldon, a cornerback going. George Johnson, another one um, who we expected to leave. So And Dalen Baldwin, uh, a wide receiver who didn't have the kind of impact that we thought he would, is declaring for the NFL draft. There will be some more, Bill, but I don't expect any real huge surprises, and they are still trying to work on an NIL deal from what we've heard from Daxton Hill. That one has not been settled yet. If they can throw some money his way, it wouldn't stun me at all if he came back for another year. It would surprise me a little bit, would not stun me. Great update, Chris. Uh, everybody can follow what we just talked about and more at thewolverine.com and also follow Chris on Twitter. Uh, we'll connect soon. Keep me posted if you hear anything about Harbaugh. Absolutely. Thanks, Bill. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.